Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How's it going? Welcome to Sippin' on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. This is the official program of the Canucks on the Nux Misconduct Network. Go get it wherever you listen to podcasts. Three shows with one swipe, with one tap. This afternoon, your Vancouver Canucks, they defeated. Yes, they defeated the New York Rangers. Barely. Yes, barely. They barely hung on. What a frantic ending. Wait, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing? Come on, man. Stop the music. It's fucking Sunday, yo. We got to go. We got to go with bang the drum all day in the background. Shout out to the Green Bay Packers. Come on, man. Come on. We got to get that in the background. Have some fun today. Okay. Okay. Canuck program. We'll bring it back to hockey. Your Canucks, once again, beat the Rangers 3-2. And I said barely. And the biggest reason for the win, let's be real. Let's be real. It was going to be... It was going to be the power play. It was going to be the big player stepping up after the first period, after the first first 20 where the Canucks went up 3-0. Boom, bam. It looked good. Pedersen looked good. The top line looked good. Heck, the team looked good for about 35 minutes. Really, really good. They had over 30 shots. And once again, they had that 3-0 lead. Even Jay Beagle got in. (laughs) Jay Beagle got into the action. He scored the third goal. It was a shorthanded goal. And let me tell you something, okay? Back in the day, back in the day when we were when we were as a family getting a dog, our first choice, well, my first choice of dog was a beagle. I wanted to name that beagle Buddy. But the rest of the family and the ex-girlfriend, they declined. The beagle was a boring was a boring dog. What are you gonna do with the beagle? That's what I got. So we ended up getting a lab collie mix. Name Loki. Shout out to Loki. Anyways, Jay Beagle, he he even looked good. After a rough game on Saturday in New Jersey, Jay Beagle, he looked good. The Canucks were firing on all cylinders. That power play. How about that power play, yo? Quinn Hughes makes all the difference. Makes all the difference. Now, he, he didn't score no goals. They didn't get multiple goals on the power play. But it looks different. What's that word? Fluid. They were looking fluid. They move it well. Quinn Hughes gives you options. He is Mr. Options. You know You know what I like about him? People talk shit about his shot all the time. He's taking that shot. He's running that fucking point. You can tell the dude has confidence. Exciting times await for PP1, Bo Horvat, JT Miller, Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, and Quinn Hughes, that's the unit the fans want. And that's the unit that gives gives this team the best shot to score on a power play. And also, stay out there for, for 90 or 100 seconds, okay? For the majority of the power play. Nobody needs to see the second unit centered by Brandon Sutter. I, I'm not even sorry. Nobody wants to see that. That's not an option to score. I don't know what exactly that that, that unit is. Josh Levo, Brandon Sutter on the same unit. Power play? No. Not going to happen. You kind of feel bad for Edler. You kind of feel bad for Myers. 
Now let's continue with the game. The Rangers, they kept fighting back. Okay, I think Truba took a shot from the point. And is it is it Rast or Fast? Okay, I'm getting I'm getting used to this hockey thing, okay? I got to get back into the fold. I don't know all the players yet. Fast or Rast? One of them scored for the Rangers. A nice little tip. Good goal. And then you get into the third period. <laughs> Shit was crazy. Shit was crazy. At one point, the Canucks had, what, like 12 to 13 more shots than the Rangers? I'm pretty sure the Rangers, they caught up. Crazy. Jacob Markstrom today was amazing. Now, the final shot totals were 46 for your Canucks and 41 for the Rangers. Again, the Rangers, they must have had close to 20 shots in the third period. And the Canucks got lucky. They got lucky. They were all over the boys in blue and green. They were making everyone look look bad, including Quinn Hughes. Like, there were moments in that third period, and this is coming from the ambassador of the Quinn Hughes is the best Canucks defenseman of all time club. He looked like a rookie. And they were getting pinned. What's this music in the background? What is this? Ronald Regan High School. Come on, man. Get out of here. Get out of here. Anyways, Quinn Hughes was looking tired. He was looking stressed. The Rangers were everywhere. And so was Jacob Markstrom. Now, Jacob Markstrom, who is back from personal leave, we here at Nux Misconduct, and I know I can speak for the rest of the Canuck Nation. We hope that everything is resolved and you came back at the right time. Markstrom saw Demko play good hockey, play great hockey. And yeah, this is Markstrom's job. It really is. He knows it. But but if you're Jacob and the career that you had and the path that you've taken, that could be somewhat stressful. You know, UFA year, this young stud, the future Demko, the backup, playing good in consecutive games. This was an important start for Jacob Markstrom. Jacob Markstrom is the biggest reason this team won. Once again, Jacob Markstrom is the most important piece to this puzzle if this team wants success. And once again, success for a team that spends to the cap, that trades a first-round pick, is a playoff spot. It really is. It's taking the next step. It's gaining experience in April. Jacob Markstrom is this team's MVP. He's been doing it. He's looked good all year. For the better part of last year, he was amazing. I know the numbers are kind of skewed from last year. You look at his save percentage, you look at the goals against. It's kind of similar to what he's done in the past. But if you saw the games, this guy brought it to another level. And once again this year, he's taken it to what seems like another level. And that's important. I guarantee that dressing room... I don't know if I can speak for for everyone, and I don't know if I can speak for the fact that they may feel confident with both goalies in that. Really, really confident, but for sure, they, they feel fucking incredible when Jacob Markstrom is their starter. That's how much of a role he is on. It's early. It's early. We, ha we haven't even gotten to like the 20-game the mark when you can really analyze what type of team you got here in Vancouver. If Jacob Markstrom is good... For his first 20 starts, 
Yes, extension talks. They're going to be there. I wonder if he wants to hit the market. I wonder if he just wants to follow Ian Clark. I hear that this guy doesn't even have a contract. He may be, he may be the best coach on the Canucks. The goaltending coach. Say what you want about today's performance. It might have looked like the Canucks sat back for a, lo- a large part of that game. It's hard to play with the 3-0 lead. But to squeak out with the win in, in MSG with a young team. Got off to a good start. You still had over 40 shots. It was an entertaining game. Way better than yesterday. Yesterday was one of the most boring hockey games I've ever seen. The Canucks, prior to today, three of their first seven games were boring. Today was an exciting one. Big win. Eight games in. The Canucks are 5-3. and three. I still don't know what type of team this is. Are they going to be just a gritty team, squeak out victories? Are they going to be a skill team? I mean, the latter really, really is determined by the players like Pedersen, Besser, and Hughes. Horvat as well, JT Miller. They got to, they've been doing good. But you need to see more if we're going to go ahead and lament this team as a powerhouse when it comes to the, the Department of Skill. I still think they got ways to go. I still think they need more players. Like, you can't have guys like Josh Levo in your top six. Your second power play unit, Sutter and Levo, they lead it. Still holes. And now you're looking at Utica, too. You know, this week, we'll try getting someone on closer to the side there in Utica. We'll talk about the comments. They're playing good. They're having a good start. A really good start. And players like Berchi and Goldobin, I don't know if you want to throw Colin in that mix. Are they possibilities of being called up sometime in late October, early November to replace guys like Levo? You look at that fourth line, Mott, Schaller, Beagle, that's not changing. That's looking like Travis's green, Travis's green, Travis Green's favorite line. He loves putting them out. He loves the effort. We'll get more to we'll get more on that fourth line a bit later in, in relation to what's happening with Adam Gaudet. But first, like always, before the commercial break, we gotta give you a Tim Schaller fact. Who the fuck is that guy? Tim Schaller was undrafted and spent four seasons at Providence College. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. We are back on sipping on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Your Vancouver Canucks defeated the Rangers. Big win. 
They get one dub on a back-to-back. That's important. We talked about how the team just looked tired and dead and practically dead. They were just they were just getting shots taken on them, okay? Jacob Markstrom, once again, the MVP of this team, was tall, was huge, made saves, made sure they got the dub. Your Canucks, big victory this morning or this afternoon, wherever you watched it. We saw a lot of that fourth line. And now we're hearing, we're hearing that by the time this road trip ends, Adam Gaudet will be sent down to Utica. And let's be real. That's okay. He's got to play. He's got to play games. What's he doing in the press box? Nothing. It's not good for his quote-unquote development. Now in the NHL in 2019, people don't like to connect a 23-year-old with the word development. They feel like the plateau is already there. It's hard to get better. There's a misconception. Or is it the right conception? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's always confusing now. Because the league is changing so much. And players are supposed to be who they are at that age, right? 23. Now, some people may be frustrated with Godet's deployment through the first eight games after the preseason he had. But let's be real. This is, this is the way I look at it. This is the way I look at it. There's only one spot on that team. Well, you could say two. It would be Tim Schaller and Mott. Say what you want about Levo. I don't think he's getting taken out. Unless it's unless it's a big move, like a Berchi or Goldobin. If you want to if you want to call that a, a big move. I don't think Goldobin is coming back. I could see Berchi coming back first. Mott and Schaller are the other guys that you could see Godet replacing. Tim Schaller. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Tim Schaller, but how much better is Gaudet from what we've seen this year when he's been on the ice? How good has that penalty kill looked? Who's a big part of that penalty kill? Tim Schaller. How about Tater Top Mott? Our guy, Tater Top fucking Mott. He looks like Travis Green's favorite player. And it doesn't matter what type of fandom you have for Adam Gaudet. You can't say he competes harder than Mott and Gaudet competes. He competes. But Mott, that guy's a tryhard. The ultimate fucking tryhard. I don't think Gaudet replaces him. I think Green loves himself some Mott. Tater top Mott. He's not coming out of the lineup. Big part of the penalty kill. Special teams are obviously important. Godet. It's it's crazy to think that eight games into the season, he can't get into this lineup because of guys like Tim Schaller and Taylor Mott. Tyler Mott, Taylor Mott, Tater Top Mott, whatever it is. Now what Godet has to do is when he gets to Utica, just rip it up. A lot of good players down there right now, they're ripping it up. Do your thing. And the next time you're in the lineup, figure out a way to never leave. He had bottom six opportunity, and he was competing hard. You could see it in the way he played. 
But maybe they want more from him. Maybe they want him to produce offense. That's what they look look for in Adam Gaudet. Go ahead and compete. But if we're looking for a guy who competes, we got one in Mott who competes and works harder. And is more impactful on the game, I would say. Tater Top Mott. That's how you promote this program. You talk about fucking Tater Top Mott. Now, now your Canucks were in New York this weekend. And I always have, I'll be real, I always have a, a great time daydreaming about my future in New York. I think I'll spend a week there, maybe a year there, maybe five years there. Some point in my life, I'm going to be in New York. And one reason I really, really want to be in New York, okay? We'll get some music in the background here. Hey, some Jay-Z, Alicia Keys. It's because of this dude. All right, so if you're if you're ever on YouTube and you want time to kill, go to the Munchies channel and search up the legendary Dosa Man of New York City, Dash Street Food Icons. Now, New York, obviously famous for so many things, music, culture, entertainment, and street food. So many cultures in that small city, so many people in that small how, do, how does that even work? People go to New York to dream. People from around the world. Now, this man, the Dosa man, what a, what a great little video. I'll play like a 10-second clip just so you can hear this dude's love. This dude's love for New York. I, I, I just want to go to New York for this Dosa, okay? So this is, the, this is the Dosa man. I'm New Yorker. Yeah. Me? Of course, man. I've lived here 25 years. <laughs> That's why he's represent New York doses, you know. Pondicherry medium, masala pretty spicy. New York. Man, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I miss Indian food. I got an appreciation for Indian food unlike no one else. No one else. It is a dream of mine to go to New York and, yes, make some money doing what I love doing, but also eating at this dude's place. What is this dude's place called? Dosa, New York. This guy's name is Thiru Kumar. I'm just reading the description, okay? Thiru Kumar, a.k.a. the Dosa Man, has been running New York Dosa's, a food cart in Greenwich Village, since 2001. His Dosa's, which are made from fermented rice and lentils, are a phenomenon. Wow. Wow. They're stuffed with, stuffed with potatoes, vegetables, and spicy sauces. Spicy Indian sauces, spices from India. You know how good that food is? Yo, Indian food is the best food in the fucking world. Nobody, nobody can compete, in my opinion. The flavors, the textures, again, the spices, the heat. I miss living with my parents because of the food. All right? Where is this conversation? It's got to come to an end, okay? It's got to come to an end. Thank you for listening to sipping on a 40. Once again, your Canucks, they beat the Rangers 3-2. to two. A fun game, okay? It was entertaining. It was worth getting up this early. Now catch us after every Canucks game. And once again, get the damn network, okay? Get the Nucks Misconduct Network. You get three shows. You get the quickie, the fastest hockey show in the world. Trevor said something about in journalism school, he learned that you should switch up Switch up the words. We were going with 
the quickest hockey show in the world for, for Quickie, but he said it's smarter to use the word faster. I don't know why, but I also didn't graduate. Get the show, hosted by Trevor Beggs. You also get Silk and Filthy, your home for puck talk and bullshit. A show that Trevor and I work on. And you also get this. Canuck fans, you get sipping on a 40. 82 games, 82 post-game shows, and we fill up the little gaps with other episodes, okay? Go get the network. Make your hockey life a little bit better. My name's Kyle Bowen. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening. I do not know when you're listening to this, but really, real talk, man, real fucking talk. I appreciate it. Peace.